Hello, everybody, and welcome to the third season of iWoofs with your hosts, Ian Dunbar, Kelly Dunbar, and me, Jamie Dunbar. All right, Jamie, what are we talking about today? Today we're going to talk about apps, uh, small applications for your smartphone or iPhone. Oh, that's what apps were. And yeah. apps that have to do with dog training. Huh. Cool. Now, when I went on to the iTunes store... Well, I might as well take a break then. <laughs> I know nothing no, about no, apps. no. I'm sure you'll provide an interesting perspective of the person who has no idea about apps. It's your role. Good. All right. Get so, in anticipation of this podcast, I went on to the iTunes app store and searched dog training, and about 70 apps came up. And most of them fall into a few major categories. Um, most of them were kind of glorified books. You know, it was essentially a reference book about dog training. But it was like on a, your like iPhone. A really inconvenient way to read. <laughs> well, yeah. yes In and small no. Small print on your iPhone. That's, yes and no. There are. It, it does a offer really important application. It's training on the go. <laughs> it's learning to train on the go. There you go. It, it is portable. That's one yes. point. You know, it's smaller than a book, and also it provides certain uh, navigation things that you can't get in a book. You know, like you can be looking at the table of contents and just press where you want to go, and you go straight to there. Um, so there's a lot of reference. Well, you books. could just open a book. At the right chapter, and flip to you know you go back to the index. And, and Look, you said you don't know about apps. I, of turning I'm pages. learning. I'm I'm learning from you. I was merely commenting on what you said. Yeah. So there's largely there's a lot of reference books about training, about dog tricks, and about health. Um, then there's a surprisingly large number that are sound machines that make a variety of noises that are supposed to have to do with dog training. There are a few dog whistle programs. There's um, a program by Cesar Milan where he says his catchphrases. And there's one that uh, makes like a bark noise and a meow noise and a fire engine noise. And I'm not quite sure. Why how... would we want to? <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll discuss that in depth. Uh, <laughs> in depth? <laughs> in depth. <laughs> I would rather have a shallow discussion. Why about would you this. like to bark noise? There's uh, books about breeds. And then there's also some apps that incorporate video. And the question that I think we should be discussing is whether there's something about the nature of a smartphone, you know, a handheld uh, computer, that lends itself to dog training. Whether that there, any of these are really useful tools that are gonna, are gonna help people train their dogs, or if this is just hype, and if people are just trying to ride the app wave and sell some products that aren't particularly good, but, you know, they work on well, your phone, so. Can I, can I ask you a question? You I mean, can. Have you found a single app that is useful? So, I would say that no, I have not found any apps <laughs> that are useful for dog training. For dog training. Oh. However, I think that there are possibly some apps out there that are useful for people with dogs. Ah, like what? Well, I mean, they're, I don't know. One of my... One of, <laughs> <laughs> no, there are, there, I, I agree with Jamie, there are the training apps seem to be a bit frivolous and just trying to jump on the app wave, if you will. Mm -hmm. But uh, as far as um, kind of networking networking apps go, uh, they're, it's incredibly useful to uh -huh. have uh, as a resource at your fingertips. Uh, available, um, access to local dog parks and, and dog-friendly places. My favorite of the, of the um, kind of services, dog training services app, would be Fido Factor. Uh, it's, a, it's a great... 
um, application. What you're on your yeah, I'm iPhone. trying to look at it. I'm looking at it now. It's a great application yeah. that basically gives you uh, it's it's um, user generated information. So anyone can upload their favorite dog friendly places uh -huh. or non dog friendly places, I guess. Mm -hmm. But mainly, this is focusing on what's friendly. You you get to rate. Uh, you take your dog to a place, and you get mm -hmm. to upload this place if it's not already in their database, and say how dog friendly they are. So you've got lots of categories. You've got restaurants. Bars. Oh yeah. Shopping. Oh, this is very useful. Parks, attractions, pet stores, pet services, lodging, transportation, and other services. And it you know it um, triangulates your current location. Unless you want to, you can also put in a specific location mm -hmm. if you're looking you know for the future mm -hmm. for a trip. And you know, let's say, let's go. Here we are in the studio. What's the name of this studio, Ross? Is there a specific name? Yeah, but it wouldn't be on there. No, no. Oh, I'm M &M saying Eminem M &M or MM. Give this allocation out. Oh dear, we're at MM Studios in Oakland. Unlisted though. No unlisted. one will find us. On and Footville, just off Fruitvale. I'm checking, I'm checking, checking, excuse me, bars. Closest bars that are dog friendly. And there are several listed. Um, some have no reviews yet. But then there's Heinold's First and Last Chance Saloon. Reinhold's. Oh, so someone this put it in there. Women. Okay, and that Reinhold's, it says Heinold's, but I believe I trust that Rush, 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 <laughs> I can't speak. <laughs> that Ross knows. That's wonderful for a radio host. <laughs> you can't speak. Anyway, it's got one five bone review, five uh -huh. biscuit review, if you will. And is it? It's it, nearby, right? It's nearby. It's two point seven miles, and it even tells us that it's open right now. Versus the next one on the list, which would be the Albatross Pub, with also a five oh, biscuit yeah. review. Man, that's my but, hangout. Ah, the Albatross. the Albatross is closed. That's oh. way away, though. Yeah. Well, they're not that many close. Um, dog friendly so cool. bars to your neighborhood. The closest one would be we've, Lost we, Weekend had, Lounge. No, we've had many a good dog socialization night at Albatross. One of the best places to go. To you know, you get more dog contacts. Your dog meets more people than anywhere. So it tells you. It gives you an opportunity to review this. You can upload photos like you could on, let's say, Yelp or something. It gives you. Um, are there any restricted dog times? In this, the, for instance, at Reinhold's, it tells you um, dogs are restricted at peak hours. Yeah. Um, dog treats. They do have dog treats. Yes, their dogs are permitted in all areas. There is a leash policy. Leashes are required. And How um, old do dogs have to is be there a dog drink? on staff? It even tells you whether there's a staff dog or not. That's really, um, is there a water bowl? That's really neat. And are dogs I used to of all love sizes in England, permitted? You know, it, like not now, but you know, twenty years ago, any pub you go into, there'd be a little terrier sitting on a bar stool, like lapping beer from a, a saucer, <laughs> and you just you don't see that now. There's even a place for pooch so, pics where you can upload your picture of your pooch at these at these All right, I, I've become a believer. So anyway, no, I, I can see cool. the use of that. And I think there are a couple other ones that and, do list dog parks yeah. and things like that. So for dog owners, there there are many app right. useful so I think, applications. I think this yeah. satisfies the criteria that this is something that is useful, and it's useful because of the fact that it's on an iPhone. It's useful yeah. because it's portable, and yeah. it's useful because it knows your location. Yeah. So it can tell you which of these things are close to you, but. It's not a dog training app. You know, no. I'm not, I'm yeah. not saying no, it's not valuable. No, dog training applications are different right. than a services application. I'll, I'll definitely give you that. Um, and there are a few other ones like this. There's, you know, one that can find your the closest uh, dog park to you. Which Fido Factor does as well. Oh, all right. A section for parks and trails. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, and the, I think there are a few like that that do, do tell you where mm -hmm. you can go. But when you go back to the training apps, you know, there's gimmicks. Well, there's also a couple, before we get back oh, to okay. the training apps and the lack of uh, excellence therein, there are a couple of other dog-related apps that are, you know, do what they try to do. Um, there are some for kind of social networking and meeting other dogs. 
Um, <laughs> for your dogs. Dog, dogs meeting other, other dogs. dogs. Uh, another dogs very, have iPhones. <laughs> another very popular Yet one. Another poor example of applications. <laughs> um, another very popular one is uh, for people who have dog sitters, and it's uh, kind of a one-stop place for them to uh, keep the instructions that they have for their dog sitters about taking care of their dogs and ways to send updates about when to feed and when to walk and um, if they need to get feedback about how the dog's and they could and film stuff. the dog and. You could see that on your iPhone. I don't know if that's incorporated uh, in the app, but that is certainly an example yeah. of something that could be, you know, useful and unique to iPhones. Um, and then there's, uh, as I said, a lot of references in terms of health stuff and read stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of first aid here. We have dog first aid apps. Mm -hmm. And some of them are, none of them are free, it seems. Some of them are cheaper than others, but they have... Um, you know, they, I mean, that would be great to have on the go, right? You know, if you're at a park, you're having a right. problem. I had somebody call me. Some sort of emergency. The other day, you said, my dog is panting extra hard and shaking. And, you know, it was the first hot day of the season. Yeah, you know, check and, for, and yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think that's um, very useful. That, you know, it's something you would use on the go. All right. And then besides reference, there's also a whole category of several virtual dog game sorts of things. Yeah. Um, which mm -hmm. have been out there for a while on other kind of platforms and you know you you create a virtual dog and you quote train it to mm -hmm. do things and you feed it and you water it and it grows up you and maybe it. you can <laughs> you, you water you give, it the watering can you give, you give it water, water. <laughs> yeah um i used to have that as a screensaver do you remember and yes. and if you left him so you could you bring out a red ball he'd come to you give him a treat he'd come to you and, but if you left him he would destroy your desktop and he would move all your files, uh -huh. and then he would dig through it, and you see his little head coming I out. Remember, he'd knock over the trash. And yeah, that's it. <laughs> and the and then you had options. You could bring in a second dog, mm -hmm. and they would fight occasionally, or a cat. And you'd often see the cat running across the screen and through holes. The dog would. But after about half an hour, you you have nothing left on your desktop. <laughs> and this used to scare me. I'd come back, and the desktop was black. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I see there's a big way to go with virtual reality dog training games, learning how to do it, but I don't see it on an iPhone mm -hmm. or an iPad, maybe, or a computer. I, I think that would be very useful, mm -hmm. you know, to show people that you can press shout at your dog now because he won't come when called. And you get a thought bubble over the dog just saying, well, next time I'm going to take longer if you're shouting at me. Mm -hmm. If you grab me and punish me when I get there, maybe I won't come at all. Right. Certainly none so. of these are currently up to that point where I think that they're actually providing, you know, educational material. They're, they're not providing insight into the dog training process, but there's no reason why they couldn't, you know, and there's no reason why getting a virtual dog couldn't be a stepping stone to learning how to raise a real dog. And, you know, you could mess up the virtual dog and it would end up with lots of behavior problems, but then you could start over, you know, which you can't obviously do with real live dogs. Yeah. Um, so that I think would take a lot of uh, that'd be a more advanced kind of technically programmed it's a game app more than an app yeah right. it's, a, it's a full out game do you notice how quiet Kelly is when she has an I'm looking, iPhone I'm looking at apps they, oh you're I, doing research are you yeah uh -huh. I am researching would you like we to speak? talk about it or? well yes um, the ASPCA uh, as we know there's, as you most people know they have a poison control hotline and now they have a poison control app, oh, and it yeah. lists everything that is poisonous to to pets. Uh huh. And does it do symptoms, signs? It clinical signs. 
it tells you what to do. It has two different points. So first it says, keep your, your pet and home poison free. And it has an alphabetical list of everything. The African Wonder Tree to Aloe, Amaryllis. Here we go. American Holly, Apple, Apricot. If you click on one of these things, it tells you um, the symptoms of that particular poison and um, how toxic it is. Which is basically everything in the garden. Um, it, to really? Know. I mean, what's, so. what's this about apple? Symptoms, red, brick red mucous membranes, dilated pupils, difficulty breathing, panting, shock. The stems, leaves, and seeds contain cyanide and are particularly to toxic in the process of wilting. So you learn a lot here. Um, your dog eats something on the road, um, and then and then it has a it has a direct line to dial um, ASPCA mm -hmm. on poison control from your hotline. phone. Yeah, and then you can go to Phytophile to find the nearest vet. Yep. Which, if your dog was showing Phytophactor. those symptoms, I would get in really quickly. So yeah, it tells you it does it yeah. does tell you what to do to a certain extent as well. So I think that's really useful for yep. people. Mm -hmm. um, you know, just another useful app that isn't about training yeah. but is you know something you could take but on nothing dog. for dog training it's no. I, I don't know i, I don't understand well, like yeah. we're here we have a we have a clicker app that is um actually a clicker oops it helps if you have the volume on it, yeah. it does make you know a very convincing clicker noise and i believe it came with some rudimentary guide some tips basic tips using a clicker yes it does it but doesn't actually just, tell you how to terrible. train your dog i just read them through and it's just it's a waste of waste of app and it's also app space. It, it's the fact is that there's nothing about your iPhone that makes it a better clicker than a real clicker. No, in fact, my dogs when tested didn't respond it, to this noise, even though to me it sounds very, very real. Um, they didn't respond until I got the real clicker out. And frankly, this is bigger than a clicker and well, more awkward. And more I mean, expensive. It's a broken fragile. iPhone waiting to happen is what it is. Right. Yeah. Well, that's for that's, sure. Um, and yeah. then we have, you know, we have the dog whistle. Which is, it's also larger than a dog whistle. I can't hear anything. Seriously, yeah. You can hear that one, though. We're also finding out Ian's... I can't. Oh, I hear that. That's a high-pitched squeak. Yeah, yeah they're all high-pitched yeah. squeaks. Some of them are. Well, sorry, that's Ross. Really oh, sorry, obnoxious. Ross. It's okay. That's really obnoxious. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully we didn't Ross's. lose all of our listeners right there. Wait, um, I probably couldn't hear I don't see where, a, where you know, a dog, uh, using a dog whistle app or a clicker app would make any sense, really. Um, it is more awkward to hold than the actual product. And right. as you say, it's a disaster well, when it happens. You know, timing is everything. Into. By the time you got your iPhone out, you turned it on, you've gone to the right app, and you hit it. I mean, the dog's doing something else. <laughs> you know. Wait, wait, I've got to load. So now you click him when he's lifting his leg or something or breaking wind. Mm -hmm. Should we yes. talk about our interesting point between these two different? Oh uh, yeah. So we were noticing that there's a Caesar Milan app which has Caesar Milan taglines, including his patented noise. He patented that. I don't know. Oh. I don't know yeah. about that for sure. No. Yeah. I don't know if it's patented. But, so it makes a punishing noise um, and then just does taglines. Right. Yeah. However, uh, you're there's... shaking the phone to get it to do that, right? Yes. There, there's no, there's that... no option for a, uh, a praise noise. Yeah, there is no praise noise. Jamie said, well, there's no... I said, uh, so we tested these both out and we have our noise and then we have our clicker, which is our, our reinforcing noise here. And I thought I was trying to do something with the dogs at the same time and kind of goofing around. And I was trying to, yeah. you know, fake punish him for not sitting and then click for sitting. And I thought, I can't do that on this app. But you have to switch apps. There's no double dual screen Before here. you can pray. And then, Jamie, you know, Jamie said, well, there should be one with, with, with both sounds, a punishing sound. Right. I mean, at, oh, we can at, do that. No, I, I think there's a, at the very least. But. 
there, <laughs> there, there could be, there, at least there could be an app with two buttons, and one makes a praise noise and one makes a reprimand noise. At the same time, though, the these all of these noise-making apps fall into the category of something that's not particularly useful because we are all built with something that can make a noise. It's our voice. Yeah, you know, I've, we, I've just been listening to it. <laughs> I just thought it was really ironic that yeah. you know it kind of really shows both ends of the spectrum, right? One app only punishes, and the other right. one only... Well, that, that only which reflects rewards. the whole world of dog training. That's the whole problem with dog training. It's now, you know, sectarian, fundamentalist religion, yeah. and, and trainers only worship half of the little training theory book. That's mm. a whole other episode yeah, that, that we already that did, is, That's it? something else. But, uh, Sorry, so I would... One other type of app that, that I noticed in looking was there was an agility log where you could write down or you could record your dog's process progress yeah. for uh, agility exercises. That's awesome. And I thought that kind of seemed like a useful thing because, you know, you, your iPhone is something you're going to have with you always and it's portable and it is an easy place to potentially enter information. And entering information is something I think dog training could benefit more from is you know recording You're quantifying progress, your quantifying, progress. Um, and that is an important. I wonder step if you could upload. I wonder if you could upload that to your. I mean, imagine you know, would you? I mean, you always have your phone with you when you're training, so that's useful mm -hmm. in and of itself. But I wonder if you can upload that information. That's a, that's a good idea. A training log. Mm -hmm. I like that. So, I was trying to figure out what could what what is the potential for a iPhone app, and what what are ways that an iPhone app actually could be useful and could take advantage of what it is, what a smartphone is and you know the assets that it has. And I think one of the number one things that you can use on your, your iPhone is you can look at video. And video really is incredibly useful for dog training. Oh absolutely because it you know like just like photos are useful and step by step photos are even more useful, video is the best. You can yeah. really see what the mechanics of luring are and the timing. Timing's so crucial. Um, and there actually is I found an app out there <laughs> That is a video app, and um, you have to be hooked up to the internet. It costs money. You download this app. Is it this this one? The iGuides? Uh, no. It was expert. I think the listeners can see that, Kelly. It was called Expert Video Dog Training, and for yeah. just a dollar, you can buy this app, and it uh, comes. You know, it loads onto your iPhone, but really, all it does is link you to videos on YouTube. Um, so you have to be you have to have a Wi-Fi connection to use it, which is a limitation, obviously. Uh, if you want to use it portably, but then it links you to videos on YouTube, including an Ian Dunbar video. Oh, that's yes, a great isn't app. That hilarious? What a great app. Um, that's which, so uh, cool. Which makes me yeah. realize that they definitely didn't have to ask anyone's permission to link to these videos and then sell the app that linked to them. Because really? um, I don't think you've been contacted. Yeah. No. But that made me huh? think that sure. we could very easily put together an incredibly useful app that was this thing Shh. that... No, <laughs> no, but do it, Jay. People are listening. What? People are listening. It's a microphone. I know. Yeah. And oh, I, want them to, I want them to listen. I oh, want them I to know about it. Oh, that's good. We're going to yeah. do this. Oh, we are. That's we're good. We're going to we make are. an app for, yeah, that links people to the videos on Dog Star Daily. We have over 400 videos on YouTube about dog training. And the, the wonderful thing about an iPod is that it's a portable video player. And when they're bored, it's waiting in line to organize that information so it's easily navigated. So you can, you oh, know, Jamie, that's brilliant. Look, look through the chapters and say, oh, I'm on a dog walk, click what, dog what walk. What an interesting program this one is. <laughs> 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 Welcome to the world of but apps, Ian. I, I also You're gonna want, be an app. I also want to do a two button app mm -hmm. 
where mm-hmm. I praise the dog and reprimand it. So I want to say either, there's a good sausage. That's what I normally say. Or, wizzy, 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 den, den, den. Mm-hmm. You can choose. Or I want to say, uh, <clears throat> what part of sit don't you understand? Mm-hmm. So I, I want to do a two-button two button app. No, I think that uh, having, having looked at Caesar Milan's tagline app, at first I thought it was very silly. We can have such a fun time with that. That's but, why you were playing with it right. outside, right? But, <laughs> but exactly. Just because something's silly does not mean that it's bad. I think that we should definitely put out the Dr. Ian Dunbar tagline app with your silly sayings. And, I, I uh, don't have any silly sayings, though. You just said it. Wizza, wizza, gooza, wizza, wizza. That's good me sausage. praising the dog when it's he's It's a little good. silly. It's silly? Oh. A little bit, yeah. I've always ineffective. I've always told veterinarians that if they go up to a client and kneel on the ground and just cuddle with the dog and go, wizza, 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 den, 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 that the clients will think, wow, this vet really loves my dog, that it will improve their business. Mm-hmm. So that isn't... I, I don't think the listeners can't well, I see. Was you. There's no point. Dog this is not a private conversation. We're recording a program, Kelly. So, so tell me, Jamie, what, what, what I want to know is what are the best-selling apps? I mean, what, what's happening in the dog app world? Well, as I said, so, the most highly recommended that. 10 best iPhone apps. Yeah. Oh, you happen you to have a list in front of you. Where did you get that list you. from? I'm just curious. Did you just go to dog apps and... I, it's a well-referenced um, blog posting when I searched for best iPhone apps, best dog training apps. Um, I got many, many different blogs linked to this one. This seemed to be the one that they were all headed to. Um, and in order from one to ten, number one was Off Leash, a free app by Yukonuba, which tells you the closest dog park to you and then also connects you to Yukonuba's video training, I believe. They have their Yukonuba TV. Um, number two was Cesar Milan's, which we already talked about, Name where you press a yeah. button and it says red zone or, you know, calm assertive energy. Red. Oh, yes. that's Number three was uh, Dog Park by Dogster, which uh, it's their their tagline or their, their selling point is Facebook for Fido. So it's like, Social networking site for dog owners helps you to meet other local dog owners, and so that's another thing where yes. it's based on your local location, your local, local location, location. <laughs> yeah. your immediate um, location. And you got dog first aid, pet minder. Um, is pet minder is that the one you were talking about with? Um... This one's a little different, where it's kind of a place to keep all of your records about your dog. So it's like where you'd. Um, record their vaccinations, their grooming schedule, their training schedule, any sort of, uh, it's like a, a, a dog timer, a day timer for your yeah, dog, a dog timer. Yeah, dog timer. Um, Dogalog, which is a breed book, essentially. You can look up uh, different breeds and it tells you about them. Pet Services Finder, you know, it's like a doggy Yellow Pages local. Yeah. Uh, doggy Duty, which is very similar. Oh, that's the one doggy I was Duty. talking about. The yeah. poop schedule. It's a specially tailored approach for uh, sending uh, email updates about taking care of your dog to your dog sitter. And this then... is doggy duty. Duty. Oh, yeah. duty. Duty. Doggy duty. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Doggy duty. Doggy duty. <laughs> then there's, uh, there's dog tricks. 101 dog tricks. Oh, that's a good one. And there's a few of Who these. Who does that? That's, that's what I was trying to show you. I think that's curious. Who does it's 101 dog tricks? It's best of the 101 dog tricks book. Oh, yeah. That'd be Kyra Sundance, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Dog and tricks. It... Best of 101 dog tricks. Which is essentially a book that has been turned into an app. Yes. And so, yes, it's 
you know, it could be valuable. And I guess at the fact that it's $3 as opposed to a book costs more than that, it's, it's cheaper. But it's in no way takes advantage of the fact that it's an iPhone. It, you know, it could very well be a book. It is a book. Or just an online web page. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I think it does, because the nature of a book like that, it's not a book you read from cover to cover. Mm. You go to, you want to read the list. Oh, let's try this trip. Click, right. and you read it. So it's nice to have a scrollable yeah, list, so, and then you hit it. And yeah, I, th I think that is, of all the books, the, the list-type books are much more suited to this. Yeah, right. it's cool. And then the last one that they have listed is called Fail Dogs. Fail, fail dogs. dogs. We love Fail Dogs. What's but fail I don't know if you dogs? need an app for that. Well, fail is a kind of internet catchphrase where you stamp the word fail on a picture of something going horribly wrong. Oh, like, oh, like the yes, cats are I've in the dog bed, oh, the yes. dog is on the ground. Yeah, fail. So it's, you know, it's just a series so of funny. pictures of that, a, right? A, a series funny. of funny pictures. Yeah. Um, so not many of these are like best-selling, not many of these best-selling dog apps are particularly useful for dog training. I think that, though, there is the potential for an app that provided a... A log for you to keep track of progress of your obedience training with your dog. Longest sit stay. Maybe so far. It, it would include yeah. a timer, mm -hmm. so you could easily quantify how so long it idea. takes for your dog to comply. Yeah. And you would be able to record how many, uh, you know, requests you give, how many hand signals versus verbal signals, and that, all these things. No, that is very clever. And in different like environments. A, yeah, instead of a and, notebook. Yeah. And then it yeah. records your progress. And you have certain benchmarks you're trying to meet, certain goals that it, you're trying to and it works unlock out reliability for. percentages and mm -hmm. different. Um, it would keep track of how many you know dogs and people your puppy has met. You know you'd try and get mm -hmm. to a hundred people. A that is cool. So I think, I think the most valuable thing is the kind of video game. Especially mentality. if it told you who else has the same app and that they're just round the corner from you. So if you oh, go this yes. way, you could meet them and notch up another meeting mm -hmm. rather than go the other way and miss them. And it tells you how well they're doing on, you know, how many badges, whether they've socialized to 100 yeah. people or whether they've done 200 people. So if their dog, you know, they have a great big dog and he's only ever met two dogs in his life, you wouldn't meet him. Mm -hmm. But you would go, oh, here's a, here's a friendly dog, and he's met 2,042 dogs yesterday. So, so we know he's going to be sociable. Here are the things I think that an uh, iPhone or an app could take advantage of. Video, number one, because video is very useful in training. Uh, location, because an iPhone can know where you are and help you to meet people and find you know, businesses, parks, dog and places. Parks, vets, and pet stores. To actually meet in real yeah. time, you know, meet space. Um, <laughs> and then I also think that there's definitely uh, a value to the recording and the keeping track of progress, the log component. And also there's a whole kind of uh, mentality these days of achievements that is built into like a video game culture that, you know, this generation is coming up with where you you do things in a virtual world and you get like badges or points or yeah. stars and you compare those with your friends and you know it's it's all virtual but it means things to people they you know they work hard to achieve these things on their facebook games or their you know massively multiplayer role playing games and if it's actually tied to your you and your dog's relationship how wonderful would that be you know yeah that sounds pretty cool so we'll see if we can get into this market and and bring some of these these uh these concepts into a a dog star daily app but um I think there's a lot of room currently, as it is now, for improvement in this, the <laughs> app world. A lot of people have jumped in, but I don't think they've they've thought <laughs> it out very, they're all very thoroughly. Yeah.
Well, I was surprised how, how useful some of these are. I must admit, I was generally surprised, as you gathered from the beginning, mm -hmm. me being a disbeliever. And as for Kelly, she's just sat here really quietly for, you know, half an hour searching apps on her iPhone. So there must be some pretty cool stuff out there. But I think it's about time we've got to um, say goodbye to everybody. You bet. So goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. That's all for this episode of iWhoops. Thank you for listening.